your girl Nina Montañez. Hey yo, what to it do with your boy Rue and I'm coming for you. <laughs> and this is Sofrito Speaks. Hey, welcome back, welcome back, welcome, welcome back. back. Damas y Baby, I'm out of breath. Just from doing that? I know. That's crazy. I, I got to step the cardio up. I was going to say, what's the cardio looking like? How's everybody doing? Welcome back. This is episode 19 <gasps> seasons. I was going to say episode 17, season 16. It's a lot going on right here. Um, season 6 of Sofrito Speaks. If you are watching on the YouTubes, hi, hello. If you are checking us out on Spotify hi. for podcasters now. Oh, because it's not Anchor anymore. It's no longer Anchor. Podcasters. Did then, they buy Anchor or Anchor? They was bought always... Anchor in 2019. Okay. Oh. And they're now rebranding it. And it's actually like going to be like a big deal. So if you are on Spotify for, for podcasters right now, stay tuned because they're doing like this whole like social media thing for podcasters. Oh, that's amazing. So, really excited about that. But, anyways. I think we almost quit. Mm. Mm. Uh, what is the tea? Let's get into the first part of the show. El Chisme, the part of the show where we let you know what had us fucked up or jodido in the past week. I forgot to turn the flash on the camera. It's really going to bother yeah, me. Yeah, I know it second. is. You got that. You got that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Give them your chisme. Give them your chisme. Uh, let's see. So. My chisme. What is my chisme? Um, the okay. fact that you froze. You told me to. Smart woman. Ah! <laughs> Yo. That laugh is going to go so great so with rude. your International Women's Day post. Because the last thing that I said on the post was like, our, our cackling laugh queen. <laughs> he ain't sure. All right. All right. All right. And that's all staying. I'm not editing none of that out. That's fine. Besides that little freezing moment that we had totally fine frozen um we keep it a buck here over at sofrito speaks because it's all we get you know what i'm saying that's all all we we have is is that dollar (laughs) (laughs) a dollar in a dream (laughs) that's why we're keeping it a buck with y'all oh that's too good that's too funny um okay so my week uh rue and i typically run through everything before we get on the show Oh, we start recording and then, yeah, but I didn't tell him this one because I want his real, raw, honest reaction to this, mi gente. Um, so, y'all know I'm on my, my, my little walk or whatever way go, all right? And with that come certain gifts. This one gift I've had my whole life, but it was mis- misdirected. We're redirecting it. So, I'm on the worship team to praise and sing for God at church. You told me that. No, I didn't. I told you that I was going to go check it out. You got I checked on? checked it out, yeah. Obviously, like, you didn't have to tell me that. <laughs> Loca, that was already, like, given. He was like, girl, this is the news. When is the first show? Dike, the first show. You hear this? Disrespectful as. Um, I won't. I don't, so there, what is happening it happens, is. Do you sing at church? Yeah. Like, do you sing, I'll, like, during service? Yes. I'm going to have to go. <laughs> well, that's one way to get him. Uh, you know what, God? If you sent me here, this was my job. You're going to have me twerking at the fulfilled. altar. <laughs> They're like twerking it for Jesus, baby. <laughs> wobbly, wobble, 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 wobble. 
Jesus said, I'm I love all my, my praises. I my love Bible all my kids, style. especially that special one down there. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, um, yeah, I'll be part of like the, the group that sings backup for the leads or whatever. Um, and so that's going to be interesting because I have never sang in a group before. But super interesting. I'm t- I had me all the way messed up all week, me gente. I was just telling Ruben, he's like, baby, you good? Like, We had to do a screaming session. He's sliding me his, as he's sliding me his therapist's number. You okay? <laughs> Here you go. You got that, mamita. It's okay. Um, so, okay. The, I, okay, a couple things I realized happened. Because again, mi gente, I don't just have a problem. Like, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to get to the root of it because I refuse to feel this way, mm-hmm. fam. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just my mentality. Like, once I feel weird, I need to figure out what it is because I have to name it because it's going to drive me insane. So Wednesday, I'm bugging out because I thought it was Tuesday all day, right? And... My, you, didn't, you didn't say all that. My brain thought it was Tuesday. My body knew it was Wednesday. Why? Because my body knew that there was something happening on Wednesday that was going to make us uncomfortable. So my body retained that information. But my brain, nope. literally, my brain was stuck on Tuesday. So I'm like, why all day? I'm like, oh, I feel gross. Why do I feel so weird? Like, I feel like heavy. I feel like, and I'm thinking, oh, maybe I got to use the bathroom. Like, I was running through excuses left and right. Like, I did go to the gym. I had a really good workout. Like, what? Running why do I feel this way? Running like the Terminator. Stop. So I'm trying to figure out what is it? Like, what? what is bothering me? And it gets to about four o'clock and I realize, oh. You have to go to rehearsal tonight to check it out. Oh. And this was a this was a new thing for you. Yes. So your body is trying my, to my body was gearing up for it. Remember mm. st- being tuned with your body that one episode we had? No, but it definitely it, it works out like that. You have to get ready, not just mentally, your body's literally gonna react to what you're putting in your mind. Mm-hmm. About this event. So I'm like, okay. I'm like, so I had to keep telling myself, Nina, it's fine. Nina, it's fine. Here's the thing though. The person that had reached out to me to give me the details left me on red with not, without giving me the details. So I'm like, I already know, I, I know the place and the time, but there were certain aspects to like what we were talking about that. So they had asked me like, oh, what's, what's your experience with worship? Like run me through your history. And I had responded back and I was like, oh, I don't have any. With worship or worship? Worship. Worship? Worship. Like worship music when you're singing. I thought you were saying worship. worship. Yes. W-O-R-S-H-I-P. I thought you were saying W-A-R-S-H-I-P. No. I'm like, what? what? Now, what worship? the heck? I don't know. I was going to ask you. <laughs> He's stupid. Shit. So, um, ask me, like, what is like what is my, my history with it? And I was like, oh, I don't have any history. So, I'm assuming because I have no history that, like, I'm out of the running for this thing. They never responded. Mm. And I was like, God's going to make you wait. So do I show up? Wait on Lord. Do I just show up? Like what? They were doing your social media is it, checks. Is it going to be like, well, here's the thing though, is that I didn't know that this person even followed me on social media. Like I followed them. I didn't know that they followed me on social media. Um, at the church, social media started following me on social media. And I was like, okay, now we really got to keep it clean and classy because... You know what I mean? But now, if so, y'all see me walk in the building, 
so what happened was okay like this is really like we're really going back backtracking so what happened was they have photographers at at service or whatever and they post like the pictures throughout the service so i'm going through i'm like oh the pictures are really nice i'm going through going through i see me in one of the pictures i said hold up oh this is nice so i reposted to my story and you know like if you're Oh, uh, they can see the reshares. You can see the reshares. Like when Angie Martinez liked our reshare. I almost passed out. Thank you, whoever's on her Thank team. You. We see you. We appreciate you. Thank you. Um, and so, whatever I reposted, but I also forgot that I had done car. I was doing car karaoke like I normally do, and I was singing worship music, and that came before. Like so, I'm going through my my views on my thing, and I'm like, wait a minute. Why is the church watching my, what is going on? So then I peeped that they watched my entire story and I'm going through and I'm checking to make sure I didn't repost nothing outlandish. I'm sick. Um, and so the worship leader also watched my, my story and I was like, oh, cool. Like whatever. Didn't realize they were following me, whatever. (laughs) So remember how I told you guys that God told me to quit my, my part-time job and I was working Wednesday and Thursday nights and they wanted to push me to Monday nights. I get a, I get a DM from the worship leader on Tuesday of that week asking me like, Hey, would you be interested in worship? Blah, 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 blah. Now me had to keep in mind, I was gearing up to be a part of children's ministry. Why? Because I like working with kids. I'm good at working with kids. Why not do it on Sunday so that parents can come and worship God and their kids are being taken care of, whatever. Um, so I, that's what I was going to do. And when I was filling out the form for like what my interests are, I was going to do like young adults ministry and, um, things that have me like speaking about just like life, like what I do, what we do here, things that I'm, I was choosing the things that I was comfortable with. And I kept looking at worship, like circling it, like for, for fun. And I was like, nah, we ain't gonna do that. We ain't gonna do that. So I didn't circle it. So the fact that I, one, didn't pick that thing. Two, I quit my job and their rehearsal schedule would have been are on the nights that I would have been working had I kept my part-time job. So I, the worship leader reaches out to me. I didn't express any interest at all. Never said anything. Didn't speak it to anybody. Nothing. He reaches out. Cool. We chit-chat. Cool. Wednesday comes around. I got to go to... He asked me to come check out rehearsal. I was supposed to meet up with him Sunday night, Sunday after service, and he had to go do something and he forgot. So I communicated and said, hey, I waited around for you after church, but like I had other things to do. Um, I couldn't find you. So like my bad. I didn't want you to think that I was fronting when I said that I would meet up with you to um, get more information about worship. He was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, I completely forgot, whatever. Like, I feel really bad. That looks so bad on my part. I had to go run over to the other church and do worship there. And I was like, oh, like, no worries. Um, to which he invited me to rehearsal. But fast forward back to my body's being funny that day. So I, six o'clock rolls around. I got to drive 40, 45, 50 minutes to go to rehearsal. So I go and I sit in my car. I have a full-blown panic attack. Why? Because I'm sitting there and I'm like, girl, you only shower good. Like, what do you mean you're going to get up and sing in front of you? You're not doing that. Like every negative thing that I could have told myself happened. And I do car karaoke all the time. Like I'll like, I don't really sing in front of people. So like I'm bugging out and I'm like, Nina, you can't, and I'm telling myself, you can't sing with a group. Your voice doesn't blend. Your voice doesn't blend. Like you wouldn't be good enough for a group. There's no way. There's no way. 
So I start driving. I'm like, you know what? Just start driving. And if at any point you're like, you know what? This is too much. You don't have to go. I'm in full blown like this cannot. I'm not doing this. This is not happening. So I get on the highway. And I said, you know what? I literally, st- I, as I'm driving, I was like, you know what, Nina? You just cut, cut it out. Like, stop. And I was like, God, if this is something that you want me to do, let me know. And I was like, I don't know. The, I know these feelings of anxiousness and fear and self-doubt are not coming from you. So I know I must be doing something that you want me to do because the enemy is trying his hardest to get me not to show up. I bind it and I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Amen. The feeling jumps off of me. Like it's gone. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. We're going to be fine. And then I'm like, hold up. Why do, why was I saying those things? Why do I feel this way? And it unlocked a memory. And I remembered in high school, yo, it's crazy how like little T trauma things can come up way later in life at 17 Wait, years little old. Tea? Little T trauma. So there's like big T trauma oh, wow. and then little T trauma. Oh. So like things that you didn't realize caused you some type of trauma. But it wouldn't be as big as, mm-hmm. I don't know, for example, like a death or anything like that. You guys know where your mind can go with the big T trauma. Whatever. So I remember at 17 years old, Lawrence High had a girls ensemble. And uh, my oldest sister was a part of this group. The group was nasty. It was, it was the girls choir. Fire group. Um, and because I always played sports, I couldn't really join any extracurricular activities outside of that because they ran at the same time sports were running. I preferred sports to singing but this one year i had a couple i was friends with a couple of girls on girls ensemble and they were like no like we really think you should try out just try out like you never know like there are people they they told me we have people that play sports that show up to like the concerts and they get the the they get all the information whatever and they still get to be a part of the group and i was like oh like no one ever told me that as a freshman here i am a junior trying to figure it out Um, So I go to, and all these memories come flooding back to me in that moment. And I'm, I remember going to the rehearsal because they were, they were having tryouts for girls ensemble. And I remember going and I sang six, eight, 12 by Brian McKnight. And I remember it was like the girls were in the room. Wait, is this another number song by Brian McKnight? Yeah. There's back at one. Okay. The one you like. That's that called one. Back at One. That's the only one that I thought he had of numbers, but no. there's another. Okay. Six, eight, 12, six months, eight days, 12 Mathematician hours. Mathematician got it. Um, <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> and so I remember being in the room. I That's the song that I chose. That's the song that I sang. And the other girls were in the room. And I remember the choir director telling me, "You, your voice would never blend. You couldn't be a part of this group because Trash. we can't. Your, your voice isn't good enough. Did she have blonde hair? Yes. Trash. And though, th- and I didn't realize that I held on to that. Like, that's crazy that I held on to that. And as I was driving this past Wednesday, those were the things I was telling myself. Your voice isn't going to blend. Your voice isn't good enough. Because I allowed some lady to plant that seed of doubt that like low key was like a vine, like it was any, it was it didn't just sprout, it slowly. And was you believed growing. that, and I believed it. But then I was like, oh, I can get on, I can get on and do these little duets on TikTok. I can get on and do these little things, whatever. Because like I've always loved to sing, but I never wanted to do it on a stage. Like it was at, at before that whole situation happened. That was something that I wanted to do. I did want to pursue singing. Um, after that, I was like, oh, I'm not good enough. So when people would tell me, how come you don't sing more often? Or oh, have you ever thought about getting with a group? My response always was, 
oh, my I, voice, my voice blend. doesn't blend. I wouldn't be good enough. And it was giving very much diva. It, right. And it's <laughs> like, I'm not being like, and it was like, because that's what I was told. Like, I wouldn't be able to work with a group. And I, I, was, I would tell myself, oh, it's probably because like, I'm just meant to, you know, be a, be a solo artist or whatever. Um, I am on a path of Beyonce. Ugh, please. And so with that, all of that. Very Farrah Franklin. So all of that came up and I got to the (laughs) rehearsal and there were other people in the room. There was maybe like eight people in the room. And I was, listen, I said, I sit down. Hi, what's up, everybody? How y'all doing? Sit down. Uh, This other girl, this girl was auditioning, whatever. (laughs) And great voice. Now they look at me and old boy was like, Okay, you ready? Here's here's your count. And he starts doing one of these, and I'm like, "Oh my God, I am so inexperienced!" Like, and he I, he's I can see him telling people like, "Oh, you're gonna hit. You, I need you to stay here. Drop here." And like, this man is amazing at his craft. Like, I I loved watching it. He was like, "All right, Nina." He goes through his phone and he was like, "All right, well, have you do this one?" Thank God. Thank. God, I knew the song because I don't have worship experience. I've been saved for a year. I have about eight months of worship music in my system. Not a whole lot like everybody else. Um, and so he, thank God he picks a song that I know that I was just playing on my way there. And he was like, okay, so you're going to sing with her. And I was like, hmm? <clears throat> right now? Like, we're literally sitting at a table with like eight of us. Like, right now, right now. I'm sweating mi gente my body goes into complete flames um and i was like okay so my so i'm like what am i am i like am i going high am i going like what am i doing um my register is typically low because i'm comfortable low um like whatever so he was like all right sing with her and then everybody was like wait why are you bugging like why was you bugging like that was phenomenal that was so good and it was like they were like super positive whatever and then they were like okay now by yourself what <laughs> and then he was no it was such a new year for you it, right it was with a new per. it was with one person then it was with two people so then it was three of us singing together and i was like nina stay on and i just because i have this habit of when i'm when i catch someone else's pitch i'll go with them so i had to tell myself stay neutral stay neutral these are things that like i've never had to do before but i was just like all right you're here for a reason you're here for a reason like nina First season. If you realize it's not what you like, you can go work with the kids. Like it's okay. Like just try it out. Just try it out. Um, yeah. So by the end of all that, I realized that I had little T trauma in that I didn't think I was good enough to be a part of a group to sit back and say that I will now be a part of a group. It's giving Adrian Balon. <laughs> and we love it. Stop. <laughs> She does sound young though. I ain't gonna hold you. Like, stop. Oh, damn. I was just I, I had a, I had something to share with you earlier about her. Um That's Ivan Dito though. What, what are we talking about? So, anyways, my week went uh went okay. I had a really so this is something that I don't really talk about to the public because I don't want to sound crazy, but um, you know, I get a lot of like, um, messages through my dreams. Mm. So I, I relay that to my ancestors and how the Montanez family does have a lot of connection to uh, native American, not native American. Taino? Yes. So, um, I believe somewhere along that line, or I don't know my father's side enough to attribute it to anything, but I know just from knowing my grandfather that there's always been a strong connection to something mm. greater. Like, the way that this man is able to build is just, like, 
Like how are you? How how did you Mind learn you, all of them? And then no schooling, the music nothing. side of it. Yeah, like nothing. Like these side of it. This family just has like gifts yeah. attached to them, and you know mm -hmm. it. So I always get messages in my dreams, and I had a dream with my father, and that like I had such a great day Wednesday. I was just like, and it was the weirdest dream. He lived a block behind me and behind my mom's house, and um. I like walked up to the house and I was like, is my dad here? And my stepmom had opened the door, which I was creeped out about because I'm like, well, well, she's alive. Like, what is she doing here? Mm -hmm. So and she's like, yeah, he's in the he's in the living room. So you were aware you were in the dream room? I was aware. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I was like, I'm like, okay. Is and that I lucid just, dreaming? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I've never lucid dreamed. That's not, I, lucid dreaming is when you, like, I think you can look at your body Oh, okay, okay, okay. But I don't... I like don't, an astral projection? I think so. Like, okay. I, But for me, I just was like... And I just asked him, I'm like, yo, how are you? And he had the biggest smile on his face, and he was just like, I'm okay. Mm. Like, I'm okay. Everything's good. He's like, I have a house. I have all these things. Like, And I'm like, I love that. I love that. And then like, I, I just was like, all right, well, I have to go now. And he was just like, okay, I'll see you around. I love you. I'm like, I love you too. And like, I walked out and when I left and closed the door, I woke up. And I was just like, what? wait, not me getting emotional. I was just like, <laughs> what the hell is that? Like, Yo. I think I don't, I don't dream often with my father. Um, the last dream I had of my father, my father warned me of a situation that was going to play out that did actually play out. What? How have we never talked about this? Have we talked about this? Um, no. But I'll tell. I would have to tell you off off Bet. air. But um, yeah. And um, so that was the last. The last time I saw him was at least like twenty eighteen. I want to say. Um, and then like my mom. Oop, we're gonna skip that out. Um. So yeah. And then so I don't really dream with him often, but I do when I do receive dreams with family members have passed away. Um, I always keep it in the back of my head. So. That made me have a great week. Well, great day. Um, and then I got some rest. Let's not get crazy now. Let's not get crazy. I didn't have a good week. <laughs> um, but yeah. That's what's up. You got anything else? That had me messed up. I don't know if I... Did I talk about this last week? Um, I had to put a coworker in check. No. I didn't talk about this. Baby. So, it got... I caught winds that a coworker was talking a little bit funny about me. And it wasn't anything like, it wasn't like disrespectful in terms of like, she was talking like trash. She was just saying, she was real bold with the things she was saying. And it was like, a, oh yeah, no, she's been doing that a lot lately. Like slick comments of, of whatever, what have you. So when I, I caught it. I said, hold up. What is she even talking about? Um, yeah, she's been dropping the ball lately. And I was like, did she ask me to do something that I had to, I, before I like wild out, I had to think about, wait, am I pulling my weight as a teammate? Am I? Me and the old Nina would have been like, what she said? And ran up to that office with a quickness. Keep my name. I, like, no. So hold on. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me eat this real quick. Let me chew on this. And I'm like, hold on, have I been dropping the ball as a teammate? No, because when she's asked for something, I've given it. 
did she ask me to do something and I forgot? No, we rescheduled that. Did she? And I'm like running through it. And I'm like, nah. So she really talking out the side of her neck. Bet. So I'm like, okay. So I, yo, mi gente, when I tell you God got a strong grip on me right now. I go running up the stairs. And as I'm about to go hit the threshold to get to where she's at, somebody calls my name and says, hey, this person's asking about this. Can you help them? And I had to, like, I was about to go flying up some stairs. And I paused immediately. And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. So I pause. I start talking to the person. I see one of the big bosses who I'm really cool with. And, like, I get to bounce everything off of him. he, He basically helps me filter stuff out. Like, I will run up in his office and be like, ah, 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 ah. And then he's like, okay, okay. Did you get that off your chest? Mm-hmm. All right. Now let's make it more professional so that way you can deliver it. And I love that. I love that I have that relationship with him. Um, So it, like basically like a mentor. But like low key, I view him like a big brother, but he's like so much older than me, but like a, a mentor has to suffice. <laughs> but I still view him like an annoying big brother. Like I'm not even gonna hold you. Um, So whatever, we're going back and forth. And I was like, yo, if I, someone didn't break my concentration the moment that they did, I would have said something really stupid and it would have made me look really bad and I probably would have lost my job. Like, that was how quick that all happened. So I got to like filter it out and I was like, you know what? I'm going to reach out to my to my director. So I reached out to, to her and I let her know. I was like, yo, um, I need you to mediate a situation between me and a coworker because... I had half a mind to take it into my own hands and I don't want to do that. So I'm asking you. And she was like, oh, we can set up time tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning we meet. Coworker walks in talking about, I know what we're meeting about. My boss goes, well, dad, can we like, can I start the meeting first before? So I'm sitting across from my coworker. My boss is sitting diagonally from me. And I I was like, I'll, I'll start it. Um, it's been brought to my attention mm. that, you know, a couple things have been said in my absence, cause I wasn't there. So it got, it trickled down to me and I just want to establish some boundaries. And if you have an issue with me, you, the same way that you call me for everything else, mm. Mm. you can call me about an issue that you're having with me. Mm. Now that I've, now that we've, and I've expressed that, what issues are you having with me? Mm. It was silent. No, no. She was like, oh. "I what? What do you mean? Oh, I, don't, I love I don't, that. Like, I don't have any issues." I love when so I said, oh, "Oh, okay. Um, let me refresh your memory." Boom, 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 boom. Oh, I never said that. You didn't let me finish. Boom, 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 boom. No, I never said that. Really, that sounds. That. Mm, you say that once a week about others, so I find it really hard to believe you didn't say it about me. So that sounds like something you'd say, but it's fine. I was like, I'm not here to argue. I'm not arguing with you. This meeting wasn't, I didn't request this meeting to argue with you. I requested this meeting to set hard boundaries with our director present because I guarantee you, you cross those lines again, it's going to be a different conversation. Mm. Don't play with me. Woman of power. This is what it is. (laughs) This is what it ain't. And this is what it's going to be. So then she's, he's so What it is. What's up? Hey. Um, So I'm like, okay. So then she, this, I don't, like, she is trying to manipulate the situation. I mean, that was literally raised with manipulative people. I know how to combat a manipulative person. 
So she's trying to sing my praise. She's like, oh, you know, I've been saying that ever since you've been back. It's been amazing. Me hit that can't make this. Let me get mm. back. Into, let me get back. Let me tap back into character. Hold on. Um, I didn't ask you for all that. I didn't request this meeting for anybody to sing my praises. I wasn't coming to collect any accolades, any awards from you, especially. I know that she would not have. Our boss would not have had me come back if it wasn't because I didn't execute the tasks that are required of me in my position. So again, I don't need to. I don't need you singing my praises because I know my work ethic and I know what I bring to the table. I don't need you to try and spoon feed it to me, baby. We good. Again. These are my boundaries. Do not cross them. When it comes to me and mine, mine's stupid. Don't try me. When it comes to you and yours, your. I, <laughs> <laughs> I hate how well that went. <laughs> I'm. You're not gonna hear me. Now, if you need me to do something, you can put it in an email. Feel free to CC her in on it, and we'll be good to go literally lied through her teeth that entire meeting. And I was like, again, I'm talking about hand to God on my mom. I said, hold on. We ain't doing all of that. I said, I don't know who, what God you talking to. <laughs> That's blasphemous over on my side. We're not doing all that. So I'm like, okay, whatever. I got to take into account her age. I'm trying to, I'm still trying to view her as a human, even though I'm still very visibly upset and annoyed with this situation. Um, and it was, oh my gosh. We leave the meeting, whatever. A different person comes to talk to me and was like, yo, did so-and-so say this? And I say, yeah, what? That's a lie. Because that's not what happened. And I was like, you know what? I already dealt with her today. We not doing this again. Because the next time, I might not have the the mind to call in reinforcements. I might just take it up with her directly. We're just not going to do that. Like, just please. And I had to tell this person. I was like, yo, can you just... Uh, if it's in regards to this other human, just don't tell me. <laughs> Please just don't tell me because I know me and I don't want to react. So, like, out of respect, I'm setting a boundary with you two. Just don't tell me. Just don't tell me. Because right. it's going to have me all the way messed up. And I'm going to be slamming doors, kicking and screaming. Like, you know, we're good. So you can you can definitely set boundaries. It's uncomfortable because I was uncomfortable at first, but like once I started my speech, I was like, all right, we're good here. We're, we we fine here. Um, but I I'm just she had me messed up. The way I handled it had me messed up because it was like I was pleasantly surprised by how I handled it. It's giving grunt. It's giving grunt hard on the T. Um, <laughs> but yeah, those are the things that had me messed up this week. Whoa. Let's close that out and head over to our next section, which is... Ay, bendito. All right, y'all. Welcome back to the next section. Ay, bendito, the part of the show where we let you know... Actually, where we actually discuss any local media headlines and global headlines and give you our opinions. Let's get right into it. Um, let's talk about how Africa is splitting into two continents and may open a vast new ocean. Are the tectonic plates moving like that? Honey, it is literally ripping in half. 
and it's literally starting a new ocean. Like, it's insane. So the Arabian plate and the African plate are separating from each other. And, yeah, that's what they are finding. Um, this is from iflscience.com. Africa is slowly but surely tearing into two. Like anything in geology, it, it's an extremely long process that will take millions of years. But it will eventually see, par see part of East Africa chip off from the rest of the continent likely resulting in a new ocean arising between the two land masses. Mm. Insane in Z membrane. <laughs> so let's head over to some entertainment news. Miss Amanda Seals was on the Jason Lee show, episode nine. She talked about the VP Kamala Harris. She talked about the real and that whole experience. Um, I found it interesting that, is that the one where she was talking about how she walked away from a check? That is on Amanda Verse. Ah, okay. On Amanda Verse, she talks about um, walking away from several checks. Um, but she talks about the real uh, being an experience of like, so she shared a story of how when she got on the real and they announced it on the, they had like a telephone, uh, telephone conference. Mm -hmm. And when they announced it, that she was going on, like all the hosts stayed quiet. Like no, none of them said anything. And um, she's like, you know, she found it weird. She was like, you know, I've been, I had already been on the show yeah, as she a, was guest, a guest a couple times, and the vibes were well. So she's like, I was expecting, like, she's like, not that they needed to praise me, but I was just expecting, like, oh my god, excitement or something. She's like, it was a very awkward phone call, and Adrian called her after, immediately after, and was like, hey, like, I'm so excited about the news. And she's like, do you know why everyone stayed quiet? And she, uh, she's like, I thought I was the only one that noticed that. Like, wh why did everyone stay quiet? And she's like, because we've been asking for a raise for the past three years. And they keep telling us there's no money. But they found money to pay you and bring you on. And I was like, and so Amanda Seals was like, that's valid. That's valid. Like, I can see why people would be upset about that. Mm. Um, she also talked about how she, like, Tam Tamara's the girl. Tamara. Um, she, she's like, that's not one of my girls. She said it very clear. She's like, that's just not like, she's like, I don't know that. And then Jason Lee, Jason Lee is messy. He, he likes to get messy. That's his whole, his whole thing. Mm -hmm. But Amanda's, you know, Amanda's Amanda. So she was like, um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit up here and talk about her and her wedding. I mean, and her husband, she, she's like, I don't know that man. I don't know that family. And I'm not going to sit up here and talk about them. But as far as a, a friendship or a relationship, I don't talk to that girl. We don't talk period. And then Loni, Lonnie, Lonnie, Lonnie. Lonnie. Um, Jason asked her, is she the mean girl that everyone says that she is? And she's like, well, we don't talk either. She's like, I love Jeannie and Adrian. Those are the girls that I speak to. Mm. So, um, yeah, because Tim Tamara. No, not Tamara. Um, Lonnie? Tamar. Tamar. Tamar was telling everyone that Lonnie is the reason why she wasn't asked to be a part of season two was because Lonnie holds so much weight in this setup. Which was interesting because I thought Tamara was the one that was the highest paid. I don't know, but I believe it's Lonnie. Um, but she's... So Lunel has said numerous times of how Lonnie is like a bully. I believe it. I and, believe it. you know, I was given big bully. Mm. Um, let's go over to another B word mr bad bunny bad bunny appears to this devin booker on new song amid kendall jenner romance speculation according to complex 
Bad Bunny took a shot at Kendall Jenner's ex. Fans seems fans seem to think so. In the song Coco Chanel, he said, I'm not bad, baby. That's a gimmick. He sings, the sun in Puerto Rico heats up more than the one in Phoenix. I thought it was hotter more than... Hotter than the one in Phoenix. No, he heats up more than the one in Phoenix. Oh. Um, and she knows it, right? Yeah, she and she knows it. it. I thought that was such a clever line. I was like, but then so Devin Booker went back and was like commenting on the polls, like he's still worried about another man because of how bad money kissed the guy at the VMAs. And I was like, that's all you got, baby. <laughs> that's it. Okay. So he kissed another man and still bagged your girl. Your girl. Mm. Well, they broke up, so that's not his girl. Uh, interesting. I, I feel like, you know, as a as a heterosexual man, that is the only response that he could have. Boring. Right. What yeah. you got? I'm, I'm not going to... Can we stay on that for a second? I really, like... Did we talk about how uh, this is possibly a PR stunt? Yeah. Fam. If you subscribed, you wouldn't. It's it's giving more and more each day, um, because you don't. Listen, Chris Jenner is. She She's working. a mastermind. She is a little Chris, mastermind. If you're watching, Hi. She's a mastermind. We would love for you to take us. He on. might. I don't. I'm good. I wouldn't subscribe. I to love the a check. Um, and I hate working. So hey. <laughs> He's, he can take the sofrito. I'm gonna take the speaks. <laughs> we'll split everything down the middle. Uh, yeah, that's gonna be that. I will, I will follow in Amanda Seals' steps and walk away from a check with a quickness. Um, and Ruben's like, mm, <laughs> just one though. Oh, I, oh, there's no contemplating. I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> respect, respect, respect. But that would be the end of the show. Um, but anyways. I, uh, I can't help, like, now I'm really thinking about it, and I'm like, you know what? I would not be surprised this was a PR stunt. Oh, absolutely. Wait, did you watch the carpool with um the Late, late I didn't show? watch, no, no. I see. I keep seeing the clips. He's so cute. He's adorable. It was so cute. When he was singing Ari- Ariana Break Grande. Free. This is the... Po- Yo, Ariana? Yeah, yeah. He, his veins are... I was like, oh, are you really trying with this song? That's cute. I I'm wonder like, if you learned you this. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if you learned this for this, because... He ain't singing your songs, boo. Like I know in the hood in Puerto Rico, you weren't you weren't playing that. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> um, so really quickly, all right. So I don't know if you guys have seen this on TikTok, but there is a mother who just recently found out that her 17 year old son is being demoted back to the ninth grade. Keep in mind, me hint that he's a senior right now. She thought they were gearing up towards graduation in June. No, no, no. He's being demoted and sent back to the ninth grade. He has a grade point average of 0.13. But here's, get this, out of 120 students in his graduating class, he's ranked 62. So that tells us that 58, of his classmates are either ranked or either have a GPA of the same or lower than him. And if you don't know what a GPA is, it's your grade point average. It's what you've averaged throughout your time in school based off of your grades. Grade point average. GPA. Just in case I wanted to clarify. Um, don't look at me. I knew. <laughs> <he's the> <laughs> um, and with that, 
he also missed 272 days of class and or school in general. Um, and this mother is on these doing these interviews where she's like the school failed him. The school failed him. Keep in mind, she does work three jobs. <laughs> Paint the picture. That's all I got to give her. That's all I'm giving her. No, what was the picture? What, when she was doing the interview, what was happening in the background? Oh, as she's doing the interview, her son's playing with his PlayStation in the background. A senior. And it's, you're working. So, like, here's the thing. Working three jobs, we have the money for a PlayStation. Your kids' grades are accessible on your phone. You get a, re- a report. It's, you it's get not a re- senior you year. Get You've been getting card. a report card. You get a report card. You get a progress report come November before the report card. And her thing is, her argument is that they kept passing him. They kept passing him. Unfortunately, kids do slip through the cracks within the school system. And we know this. That, it happened time to and me my again. first freshman year. I got passed to sophomore year. And then two weeks in, they brought my ass right back. Oh, dad. I was like, I'm dropping out. And he did just that, me and And it, it worked out great. Still successful in his own right. <laughs> um, and so it was, the, the video was disturbing because there was no accountability. This parent was taking no accountability it's giving for not being, no, I think she was a millennial. An older millennial. She had it's, to. It's she had that. to be like in That's her. That's why I late, stopped myself. I was like, wait. She had to be like in her late thirties, early forties, um, and she was just. She was taking no accountability for the part that she didn't play in her child's education, um, her lack of a presence. It's like, how do you know? Like, how don't you know that your kid is failing? And then she's like, no one at the school ever contacted me. Only one time in the four years he's been there did a teacher reach out to me about setting up a parent-teacher conference. And the conference never even happened. Um, You didn't see... Okay, first of all, the conference never happened and you never followed up. Second of all, you've been getting, let's see, senior year, we're in January, so you've already gotten... How many report cards are given a year? Four? Yeah. 4, 8, 12, 16, 17, 18 report cards so far you've received. And not once did you think to yourself. And the thing is, is that the, uh, only, the only two. Decent, this ain't working. The only two decent grades he had on he has on his transcripts are D pluses. Two D pluses and a C minus. Everything else has fail, failed. And. Here's my thing though. Like if I we get up here, we talk about it, we're gonna have we're gonna get backlash. Like, you don't got kids, you don't understand. What I understand is that my mama was too a working mother of four and she found the time. Like you can't you can't be mad that I was I, I was shown an example Excuse of me. how to be involved in what your kids got going on. My mom was a single mom of you don't four. Need to, I, I don't kids. need to understand. What I understood when I was younger is that a report card is gonna snitch your ass out. Right. That's so too. if you do not bring the grade home, you getting that ass whooping. Yep. And the problem is y'all not whipping kids' ass no more. <laughs> I'm sounding like someone's uncle. That that but where is the lie though? And oh, I think the most child. the most it is hot in here. It, yeah, I don't know why it got so hot in here, here. But the moment we open that window is gonna be brick city. Um Yeah, so that was like super disturbing to me because I was, there was just a, like of oh I wanna oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Super disturbing to me because this for the entirety of that interview, this parent did not take any accountability for checking in with her son. And she's I think she has two other kids or three oh, other God. kids. Um so I don't know. 
que sé yo. What else you got? So, oh, and then this one, this one, this one threw me off. This one, this one messed me all the way up. So 18 corrections officers in a jail in the UK have been fired or resigned due to the fact that female guards at that due to the <laughs> hooking up with the inmates at a like ridiculous rate. Um, so it says here, at least 18 female guards in the UK's cushiest prison have reportedly been fired or resigned amid a flurry of sordid sexual accusations, including claims of sexual inside cells, including, wait, 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 including claims of sex inside cells and one guard smuggling her underwear to another inmate. Which is also Britain's, okay, so HMP Berwyn, which is also Britain's largest facility, has been hit with various claims of illicit affairs and inappropriate relationships between guards and inmates since its opening in 2017 with three former workers sentenced to, two, in 2019, scandal. <laughs> I just, I don't even care to keep reading. Um, yeah, British outlets are reporting that the 18 women who were fired and resigned from a single jail cell. 18, 18 women, women were out there throwing that pussy because... <laughs> in this goddamn jail. That's why. There's a record noting that since 2019, a total of 31 women across England and Wales have been fired from jails for intimate relationships with. Well, maybe there's a sex problem over there in the in Wales. Maybe the whale, maybe the Walians are super sex driven. But the drag queens are the problem. Oh, oh baby. <laughs> Stop expecting. Ooh, chat. I got you with that one. Chat. <laughs> baby. Oh, and I hope you guys understood the sarcasm in that. <laughs> It takes a lot to throw Ruben off. I was like, like that Wendy, uh, the Wendy gif where she's like, stop, <laughs> yo. But to finish this off real quick, um, I wanted to talk about the fire that happened on Essex Street, the liquor store and the ba- oh, the bakery shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, man, yo, I hope that they're able to get everything repaired because that bakery shop was pretty new and they made the best patalitos. Like, uh, is there any? Are there any GoFundmes? Are there any? <sighs> fundraisers going on i just thought about this i didn't do my research but um you know if you know of a gofundme comment down below and comment the link period <laughs> yes we're let's so close this section out and head over to our next section which is caldero talk All right, mi gente, welcome to Caldero Talk, which is the part of the show where we are going to give you the meat. The guy. The topic at hand that we are going to dissect and discuss. Yes, honey. Yeah. Oh, that's, oops, I'm my bad. So that's for season seven, my bad. Here. Stop. <laughs> this not him already practicing his new ad libs. I can't stand this man. Um, yeah, so with that being said, our topic is... Learning how to exist in a space that no longer serves you. Yes. I put the definition of what safe space is. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, safe space is a space defined by your emotions and experiences. Uh, I guess that kind of helped because I guess you, when you're in a space that does, what what was what were we talking about? Local. <laughs> I'm what? getting sick. I'm becoming sick. I'm. We're watching ah! Ruben progressively like become delusional. He's it's, definitely getting sick. Yo, I'm getting sick. Like the minute we started recording, it's just like. He's like fading in and out of conversation. Go so ahead, leave this one, please, um, Lord. Don't ask me no questions. No, so it's just Lord. <laughs> learning how to exist in a space that no longer serves you. So with that being said, uh, Ruben and I always have offline conversations before we get into recording. And, you know, one of the topics that tends to be super prevalent when we speak to each other and when we catch up on our weeks is, you know, how we have to operate in these spaces um, as we're healing. And so, like I was talking about Nel Chisme, like me and my coworker, how would I, I would not have been able to have that, a productive conversation if I was still unhealed. However, that version of me no longer exists in that space. It can't exist in that space anymore if I want to be successful. Right. Um, but then that's work. What does that look like in our homes? What does that look like in our friendships? What does that look like in romantic relationships? Oof. Okay, uh, <laughs> I think it, like as far as for me in in the home, I definitely try to come to the studio as much as I can. Mm. My house is not, um, and I want to choose my words carefully. Um, it there's no physical violence. There's no violence at all. It's just this. It's a different atmosphere um, for me because I've realized a lot mm -hmm. in my personal life. So certain certain times throughout the day that I just don't, I, I want to be alone. Like yeah. yesterday I canceled our meeting. Like I, I got home late obviously okay. from Friday night, but I was just like, I just need a day to be alone. And I come to the studio for that. I come to the studio for I felt all night. of that. Like I sit like here, that. sit on my laptop, get yeah. creative, think about things for the show, think about things that I can do for my future, for other things that I have going on. Um, so, yeah, I think this is my safe space right now. How does that look like at work? It's non-existent, mm. um, but I'm working on it. I was just having a conversation earlier this morning with someone about how I am learning. I am learning to fix my relationship with having a job because <laughs> as a creative, I have a hard time at jobs they can be the you know to other people like people have told me like oh my god you're so lucky you have a good job you have a good job and i'm just like do i like <laughs> i don't at see what it cost? um but i'm trying to fix that because you know you have to work you know and it's like if i fuck up the opportunities that i have now because i'm not understanding the meanings behind them mm. then i'm gonna end up in a situation where i was four years ago you know what we call that, mi gente? <laughs> Growth. Capiche. <laughs> I think that, um, yeah, so so working on those things for now at my job, when I'm having stressed out moments or I'm having negative thoughts, I close my office door. I Maybe I'll take a walk. I do walks now. I put my little walk timer on, 10 minutes. You know, my boss is super cool about it. Um, and I'm like, hey, I'm going to go take a 10-minute walk. She's like, do your thing. Like, there's nothing going on here. And I'm like, I know. That's, that's why I'm going. That's why I'm going. 
I'm just letting you know. I'll be back five, five hours. We're good. I'm going to go home and take a nap. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, I've been working on that and creating a safe space for myself there because I can't keep putting all of those thoughts in my head. Mm. Like, I think that's what led to my panic attack a few weeks ago was just like, because I, I, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, I got to get out of this shit. Like, how am I? I feel like a job is a punishment. Mm. That is how I feel. And I, my negative mind will tell me, you are being punished for everything you didn't do when you were supposed to do it. Damn. And now you're here. Now you're... Because if you think about it, I work in solitude. You know, I work... There's no one that goes to my office. Like, I sit in my office all day for 8.5 hours. The reason why our social medias are so active is because I'm just there, like, repost, repost, repost. Like, I have the time to do that. Um, and I, it's crazy because there's this saying that always goes, remember that what you have today you wished and prayed for a few years ago. Whoop. And I, this was what I prayed for. You prayed this for This was right what now. I was manifesting when I was working at Starbucks and I was like, I just want a job where I can have a desk and do nothing. And now it's not enough. Mm. Well, damn, when is it going to be enough for you? So learning my relationship with my job, learning how to create safe spaces at these jobs in order for me to understand the real mission. And uh, he talked to me about, uh, my friend, we, we, we talked about what's your purpose. Because if you don't know your purpose, then you're doing all of this for no reason. Mm. And then you're always going to feel like that. No. If you know your purpose, like why, why do we podcast? That was a real conversation that we had to have. Why do we sure. podcast? Why, yeah. you know, why do, why do we enjoy what we do? Why do, like, what are these feelings? And, and what, it, what it is for me is like having communication, getting to work on communication, the growth aspect between us, um, seeing each other grow, having somebody that I can grow alongside. Mm. Maybe we're not in the same direction, but we're on the same journey. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, if it's that comfort and that feeling of just like having that safety net of like, yo, you'll understand what I'm going through. And this is that safe space for us. Like we're literally in front of the camera, but we feel safe. We don't feel like, you know, 200, 300 people are tuning into this episode and oh. listening to what we're saying. We just feel like, yo, we're having a conversation between us two. So I think that to grow out of a safe space is when you're like, done you've met that space now it's time to emerge into a new space right and what does that look like a lot of people find fear in that because of change and growth and the body will do the dis discomfort the body will do what it needs to do what it's used to doing when you're changing and growing yeah. you know and i feel like you just that's what you just went through of like you had to yeah. enter a new space in your life you had to be somewhere where you had to be vulnerable and that is not something that your nervous system knows how to handle mm -hmm. yet and on top of that, it was the, like you, like you just touched upon, like, you know, where you at right now, you were praying for back then. And I've been praying to, you know, get in community, get surrounded about, around people in my faith. So that way, like, I can have people that hold me accountable, people that can teach me, people that I can learn from. And I, if I just showed up to church on Sundays and just dip right after service, I wouldn't there's no, I, I would have to rely on myself for the growth. Right. And I don't want right. to just, I don't want to be a part, like a part-time Christian. I don't want to be a part-time, I only show up on Sundays, that's my one day a week, and then for six other days, my life is running amok, and then on Sunday, I try to hit the reset button, and it's not, 
it's not resetting because I'm not making sure that we're good throughout the week. You know what I mean? Um, but in terms of, you know, outgrowing a space that no longer serves you, this concept hit hard because I, I, I came to that realization this week. I was driving back from rehearsal and it was on Wednesday and Puerto Rico was playing Dominican Republic for the World Classic um, for baseball. Which they watched. Hmm? Who watched? Oh, I just, I, I was only. They watched. They watched them like they did. Oh, they which them. they watched. I was like, what? what watched what? Yeah, <laughs> they saw the game. Um, Worship. That's the only, that's literally the only game that I cared about. I just, as long as PRB, DR, I don't care. I'm like low key upset that they lost to Mexico because, like, what? But it's fine. Um, with that, um, as I was driving home, um, I, well, before I, like, I pulled off or whatever, I was just, like, refreshing on my social media, checking everything before I, I headed out, and I saw my old friend group, they were all out, someone had reposted it, my old friend group was out watching the game at a bar, and in that moment, it hit me, if I was still in that friend group, I would not have been here. That part. Like, and this, it, it probably sounds odd to y'all, um, but the, again, there's a reason for everything. And like, I've learned so much about myself and how I operate and what I have to op, uh, what I have to offer and things like that. Um, the things that I would not have ever, ever figured out if I didn't take a step back. So this place that I was once in it stopped serving me a long time ago now the way that it ended was a little funky but it had to end regardless and now I have a pre an appreciation for where I was and I love where I'm at now and I look forward to where I'm going um because that realization that that it, like it it like high key punched me like I was like Yo, if I was still rocking with them, I wouldn't be here because I would have been so worried about how they were going to perceive how I handled this next chapter in my life. I would have been so like, nah, you bugging, whatever. I would have been doing the Christian, Christian thing in the dark if I stayed in this group or with these people. Um, and they weren't bad people. They just couldn't, they didn't they, share the vision. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't have, they don't have the vision, um, that I have. And they weren't going to help aid in getting me to where I needed to be, which if you really, we really think about it. Yeah, they kind of did because it forced me out. I was forced out, which is fine because I was outgrowing them. What do you do with a plant when it outgrows its pot? You have to replant it. You throw it away. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, oh baby, it's again to to circle it back to the to what we we're talking about. It's what do you what happens when you outgrow, um, or how do you exist in those spaces? Sometimes you just don't. Sometimes you just don't exist in those spaces anymore. You have to remove yourself, and there are there are moments where you you might have to continue to exist in a space while you're still healing. And, you know, it's one of those sayings of like not going back to the place that broke you. Mm. But sometimes that's the only safety net you have. 
So then you have to figure out how to exist in that space. Excuse me. <coughs> Anyways, bless me. Um, so, you bless. know, it's like uh, to, you know, speak on, you know, you being back home. Sofrito sneeze. Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid. Oh, wow. That was, that was a good one. Branding. That got me. Branding everything. Um, to go back to, you know, how you talked about you don't have, it's not an abusive household. It's not whatever. It's just like you just kind of exist in that space because that's that's where you can exist right now. Yeah. Um, And I think it's it's the opposite for me now. Before it was, I want to get out of the house. I want to get out. So I want to get out of the house. Now it's, I don't want to leave my house because there was a shift in the atmosphere in the home mm. to where it no longer feels heavy for me to be in. So I don't mind spending my days in the house anymore because I'm like, I'm not, I'm not running from anything anymore. Ruben and I were talking about this. He was like, Nina, you were running. You were in a full blown marathon for a while. And now that you've shifted the audio, your audience looks different because so many people could relate to the angry side of you that because you decided to heal and they have it, they're not coming along for this one. And now that's some, that's, some quality shit right there. <laughs> you know what I mean? I said, Ruben, uh, you know Baby, what? that was before I started getting sick. That You stupid. He was <laughs> saying some quality things before he started to feel whatever. No, I'm like, I'm really feeling it right now. Like, when we finish here, I'm running to my house like a tumor raider. I mean me. Shut up. I mean But I am. Go ahead. I don't know why I yelled that out. Why? <laughs> Somebody come collect this man's because oh my God. anyways, um, but yeah, mi gente. So I really want you guys to, if you're feeling uncomfortable, if you're feeling weird, um, in these spaces and I've said before, like pay attention to how your body reacts to where, mm. to where you're at. And I, t- I said it a few episodes ago that I'm really starting to pay attention to certain ways that my body reacts when I'm around certain people. Yes. So that I can start to pick up the signal of like, is this person making me uncomfortable? Mm-hmm. You know, and now lately I've been like communicating to people like, yo, don't do that. I don't like that. Mm. You know, and it's like, I don't like that. I don't do it to you. Please don't do it to me. If you can't respect that, get the fuck out. Right. You know, because maybe I, my poor little heart, I'm trying to live a little longer. All that stress on that. Yeah. So many people take that on. So many people stay quiet around these friendships just to have friends. I'm so glad that I'm not one of those people. <laughs> I really am so glad I'm not one of those people. I mean, you know, state your boundaries and hold them to you. like. And don't feel bad for sticking to them. Hold people up to the mirror. The same mirror that they're not afraid to hold you up to, hold them up to that mirror and show them. You see this? You see how stupid you look? <laughs> Coño. <sighs> I don't know, mi gente. Um, I'm sure this is definitely one of those topics that we're only just scratching the surface. Yeah, we definitely got to revisit this. Yeah. I am... Um, not in the best mindset for this right now, but I I really wanted to talk about this a lot deeper. But right now, I just I feel everything just like I don't know what it is. Don't look at me like that. You I'm can't like, read me right now. I was just 
He's so stupid. Anyways, with all of that being said, we are going to close this section out and head over to our next section, which is... Arreposar. All right, welcome to the last section of the show, Reposar, the part of the show where we leave you guys with some positive affirmations and all of that zhuzh. Not the zhuzh. What you got? What you Not got? Not the zhuzhy zhuzh. Um, that's crazy that I don't. You got that. Uh, <clears throat> ooh. 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 It's coming, baby. It's You're, coming. The week that I have a vacation. Um, oh, so let's talk about it. I do want to make an announcement. This is the last public episode of the season. Um, it's giving very much. Thank you guys for the support. If you guys are subscribers, don't worry about it. Um, uh, for our public, you know, for our public, uh, audience, we will be taking two months off. We'll be taking the month off April and May. We will return the first week of June. Um, if you are a subscriber, then you will have access to revisited episodes so it's going to be pretty exciting just to keep you guys entertained for those eight weeks if you're not a subscriber we will see you in june and you will see a couple <laughs> clips coming up on the instagram what i don't know why i found that funny because <laughs> they're not subscribing we're taking all of our content and only giving it to those who are paying 2.99 a month to say what's up well you know what Money talks. So not wrong. Bills need to be paid. On that note, here is mine's um You're so my actual. affirmation. Um I'ma get a COVID test. That's what I'm gonna leave you guys with. <laughs> and let's just pray that it's good, but I ain't feeling too hot right now. You think it was a pizza? What these motherfuckers <laughs> Not be buying some pizza for five dollars and walking out with COVID. We are not saying the name of the place because he's out here starting rumors. Anyways, and I know I'm not tired because I slept like t- like eight hours, so I know I'm not tired. Yeah, but like in three days you slept eight hours. No, 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 no. Last night I didn't go out. I was very, I, I was very adamant about getting my sleep, and. Yesterday, I slept eight hours, too, yeah. I slept all the way till 12. I mean, honey, you was at the club on Friday night. I know, that's what's scaring me. And I was being a bad little boy. Ew, 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 <laughs> ew, ew. No, thank you. Oops. What is your affirmation? Um, My affirmation is that you do not need to tie yourself to any person, place, or thing in order to feel worthy or deserving of the things that you have ahead of you. Don't tie yourself to those nouns. You're right. Proper, <laughs> improper, whatever. Don't tie, don't tie yourself to them. Um, but yeah, with that being said, mi gente... My name is Rosales, and I'm blasting off. And I'm Nina Montañez. Stay blessed, mi gente. Achoo! Thank you for tuning into this episode of Sofrito Speaks. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Sofrito Speaks to keep up with all of our latest content.